Blog Talk Radio. Call it number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show. So what's cracking? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party, at a fat cat party they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital Cause half of you was laughable, no have me coming after you You know exactly what a Mac can do, a legend like Mac can do I'ma name this Mac Cat Avenue Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out Cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out Man, damn, what the fuss is all about Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out Are they real, man, are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hit the colon Cause haters, they never win, and man, they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, what? you think I'm sorry cause I left you? Hell. Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show, yeah? Hey. Ain't no party like a fat cat party cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party at a fat cat party, they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what it do, you on the Fat Cat Show, yep. Yo, 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 yo. What's cracking? You rocking with your boy. The preacher's grandson, the sinister minister, the thinking deacon, the rabbi, ramadoodle, the chaplain, a fried chicken's last rice, that fat cat, and I got a, a lot of uh, men right here, distinguished good guys right here, and we got a uh, satellite, book, 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 Bills, what's cracking? Bills, let's see, what's, what's happening with you? And uh, we got my main man, uh, Brother Reed. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Fat Cat? We are there, man. Hey, just ready to get the nice show on the road. See how everything's yeah. going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's see what we, what we got here. Uh, Satellite, you all right over there? Sound like you in a windstorm. Hello? Hello. Man, that sounds terrible right there. You probably got to have to yeah. hang up and call us back. Because every, everything is on cue on our end, man. Your, 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 your line doing some, some crazy fugazi type stuff. But anyway, man, what's <laughs> <laughs> what's what's been happening on, on your uh in uh uh brother Reed? Hey man, we're just keeping up with all these current events that's going on in Detroit right now. So a lot of people are concerned about the uh what's been going on downtown. Uh from anywhere from the uh houses being torn down to the uh the uh the uh the grants that have been passed out and everything and what the mayor's up to. So, and then with the, uh, definitely with the police chief, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. So people want to know what's happening in the communities. You, you know what? Definitely. Um, uh, the thing that's concerning 
a lot of people right now is is that that potential uh, serial killer. Let me hold on. Let me see. Yes. Satellite. Okay. How? How? Okay. This. You good? You good? You good? Yeah, we only popping satellite. Yeah. Uh, So so listen. So uh, yeah, everybody is concerned about that that serial killer. The one I don't think the one they caught. I think he escaped goat. And then they found another mm-hmm. body on Seven Mile and John R. Uh, wow. Another body within the house. So that that mm-hmm. goes to show you either either it's uh, multiple guys out here killing, you know. So definitely is we know it's not this guy unless he, you know, how can a homeless guy get a, get around on the east side and then get all the way over there on Seven Mile, Seven Mile and John R. But you, oh, you yeah. know what's um, yeah. You know the the, the plan just hit a, a march, right? Yeah, yeah. So we know the clan is in um, town. You think it's a serial killer among among the clan that's killing black folks? That, and that you know what I was trying to tell. I was gonna say that for the because that's our next topic we going into about the the pride fest and the um, the KKK. But I, I think it's. I was thinking that too. Maybe it's a it's a underplay, like you know, for the mm-hmm. over the overplay for the underplay. That just it, it just seems so weird the timing of it because the clan had never, I've never heard a history of them being here. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just strange. But my man, my man, I I don't think he, I don't think I think they just did this because. The uh, citizens went in an uproar, you know, and they they calling for yeah. the, chief, uh, the chief's head. They calling for the mayor mayor's head. They just want to change mm-hmm. in here, and, and we and we seeing what's happening. And I'm I'm gonna tell you too what what really concerns me. Uh, yesterday I went uh, the other day. Me and my wife went down to the city county building because we had to mm-hmm. address we had to address some uh, something the city sent for our, on our church. You know, they want okay. to come in and do their inspection. So we went down there, and, and we walked in the hall. There was a whole lot of people in there. So the first uh-huh. thing that I, the first thing that I yelled out, I said, man, I said, uh, it's re- something real similar going on in this hallway right now. Everybody said, what? I said, we all black. Uh-huh. We all black. We down here uh, contesting stuff that the city is trying to do with our property. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's just it's just real weird to me that they, you know, well it ain't weird because you, we already know the mayor's agenda, what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just one of them things. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything with y'all? What's your take on that? What I don't care for this mayor. Well, my take is that uh, he's here to do the uh, the bidding for the uh, illages. Gilbert and uh pretty much everybody else who is looking to uh gentrify the city of Detroit. And that's that's what's really going on, you know. And uh you know, you pretty but how this man got in here, you could pretty much say it was eyes wide shut, you know. Yeah. Uh anybody but Bing or whatever, uh giving him a reelection, then you got this guy coming in. He was from Livonia, he was a write in candidate. And everybody should know what uh, Mike Duggan's history was, because he was trained at the feet of uh, Ed McNamara. 
And yeah. then he comes from Livonia, which is the whitest city in America. And uh, so <laughs> what you what made you think that this man would be doing anything in the favor of his, uh, the citizens uh, of Detroit? And the other thing is, too, is that if you look at the guy's history, the same thing he did uh, when he was with the school board and everything else. He's always been training to take over stuff. And the other thing is this. You know, we were – people in the citizens of Detroit were so excited because the guy came in and did, all he did pretty much was low-hanging fruit, which is turning lights on on the streets and uh, tearing down abandoned houses. But, see, what happened was it was like anything was better because the previous mayor wasn't wasn't getting all that stuff done because there was too many scandals going on. I mean, the mm-hmm. basic thing is that any mayor should be able to do was have the streetlights on, the garbage picked up on time. And, and abandoned houses, well, because there's funding for all those things. Right, right. You got any? That's why they still finding <laughs> dead bodies because there's so many. I mean, those abandoned um, buildings could, because there's yeah. so many of them. And what he's doing, he's giving his his his, uh, his boys those contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's no, doing no. everything that uh, Kilpatrick got the 28 year. 28 years in prison for is it 28 or 38? Yeah, there's no 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 doubt about it because uh, you know what is it? Home rich, you know, home rich. That that's that's his homeboy who was getting rich in Detroit. That's what that that's how it came about. Home rich, you know, and there's one firm doing all of this here. But when it was uh, they 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 hung uh, Kilpatrick out to dry, him and uh Bobby Ferguson. They hung both of them out to dry. Some of their uh rigging bids and all this. And put them under a RICO, but this guy's doing the yeah. exact same thing which he was trained to do under Ed McNamara. You know, and the thing about thing. it was, people were so excited to see houses come down; they ain't even holding this guy accountable. Let Let me ask you something do Do you think Do you think that all of that happened to Kwame because of his arrogance too? Because his arrogance has nothing to do with the law. I'm just saying, but he had. He had a he had a lot of Kwame would would not calm down once uh, the the feds and everything was on him. He was still he still had this nonchalant attitude like I'm the Teflon Don. Yeah, when you're a confident black man that's in authority, they call you cocky. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but. The mayor, our current mayor, is doing the same exact thing. Why is nobody nobody's calling him cocky? Period. Yeah, right. You see, the the other thing with uh with, with Kilpatrick when he came into office that he was getting pulled in so many different directions at that time, and pretty much as it turned out, he was pretty much like a, a kid in the candy store. You know, it was just any and everything. Sometimes it, it ends up being too much too soon. But he was an intelligent uh, young man, and he could have did. He had an opportunity to do great things, but I think there were so many people pulling him in uh, different directions and pretty much taking advantage of him. And uh, he was almost—it was like a, almost a program in a process to get him what he what, what happened to him, you know, set him up and, and everything like that. But um, I mean, he did some good things, but he, but the bad things took more of the headlines about it. And the other yeah. thing was when he, uh, I, I guess he stepped on too many toes, and they he didn't have they didn't give him they didn't have his back anymore. A lot of people turned on him. 
Yeah, because yep. he, he didn't grease enough palms. That's that's his uh, his first mistake. He didn't. He mm-hmm. wasn't paying people off. And when you start yeah. when you start playing those political games like that, and you're not greasing those palms. Oh, oh, they they're gonna make you pay. There's no way in the world mm-hmm. he thought he was gonna get as much time as he got. No, I just, I just you know the the little things that that I seen the the most that kind of turned me off with with him too because the the Tamara Green thing that really kind of oh, yeah, that's like a biggie. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a big, big thing for me is the Tamara Green thing and, and the fact that the fact that he was, you know, not not saying that Doug, Duggan ain't doing it either, but to the fact mm-hmm. that that uh that because I I find it wrong on both ends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On both mm-hmm. ends because you were you were playing with people' livelihoods, you know, that needed them contracts, yeah. and you was like mm-hmm. then. Then the way he went out too, he he went out. What he do? He he did the typical, the typical uh, arrogant move. Remember he uh he was like, I know I'm going out. Let me let me uh uh try to uh spend all the money I can. And, and you know, as far as uh yeah, you know, he went to all them extravagant restaurants and spending money. And then people, a lot of my friends got laid off. A lot of uh-huh. my friends got laid off with city jobs uh, that he was cutting, but yet uh, his people were still getting hired and getting time. Yeah, important people don't understand this man. These um, politicians they they steal like twenty and thirty thousand million dollars, like it's nothing. Yeah, but, uh-huh. but and, and they get. I'm talking about they either get no time or little time. This man got a lot of time. But yeah. he won't be I, out. Yeah, that was part of the, uh, I think that was part of their effort to make an example out of him to keep anybody else uh, in this city from running. Any any uh, young black male who had thought about running was therefore just t- thought, rethought, said, no, I don't need all that. But the right. one thing that, uh, that the fat cat brings up is that, you know, there was a murder, you know, there was a, a conspiracy and there was a murder on his watch, you know, yeah. and, and, and that was one of the biggest things that turned people off where he lost a lot of support, you know, and the other thing was they were trying to diminish because not only one, it was two, it was uh, Tamara Green and there was another uh, young lady who got murdered down in Atlanta yep. and then it came, it was traced back to Detroit. So, and it was mm-hmm. with the, uh, and it came back to the police department. So there was a lot yep. of things that were being done underhanded. Maybe he had knowledge of them. Maybe he didn't. But it, the thing was, it happened on his watch, you know. Mm-hmm. So some kind of way he was going to pay for those things, you know. But all in all, yeah, he got a lot of time. But see, the whole thing was, I guess the bottom line was, if you don't put yourself in that situation, it wouldn't happen to you. <laughs> all right, right. It, it, it was like one of the things that I saw during – during that time too was remember when they were when they were saying uh that any money that he get was supposed to go pay go back to his restitution and stuff like that yeah. and and they had them you know who what was that uh guy that was following him that that reporter man he was on Kwame Neck what was that oh, I can't think of his name uh and uh Kwame got caught at uh 
he went to Wal Walmart or something and went and got that. Uh, oh, with the money orders and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a couple of the reporters. Yeah, they they was they was on his neck, and I'm not saying, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But the thing is, right, I, I, we we got to stop overlooking. You know, I I think crime is crime. Crime is crime, but you know, but be fair about the but about the time. Do, do he? Yeah, I think that's he, what. Do he? Do he deserve twenty eight years? I don't know because I don't know if he directly tied into that murder of Tamara Green. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Talking, if they had proof about it, he would have got convicted of. I'm talking about you have you have cops killing people on video that don't do a day in prison. True, now you true, talk, true. And, and then you would turn around on your own people say and convict him in the court of media law and say, you know what, he's guilty. Mm-hmm. He deserves. I think that was a. We're so quick. We're we're just so quick to to, to just uh to not have our own people's butt back. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that's a, a big part of. Like you said, he got convicted. And the uh, court of public opinion, more so than uh, a whole lot of people just wanted to see the young man uh, destroyed, you know. But uh, yeah. if, I mean, he never went on trial for a uh, murder, anything such as that. But like you said, there are a lot of people who caught on video, no doubt about it, and they don't spend that much time in, in, in prison. And people have done the exact same uh, crimes, white-collar crimes that he was uh, convicted of, and they do nowhere near that time. And the other thing, if you go back to what you were saying earlier about the media, man, the media has not even touched this guy that's in office right now. You know, yeah. uh, it, the biggest thing was the Carmack guy. He was the one that, that exposed this guy, but everybody knows his history, so I don't understand why it's such a surprise. I mean, Mike Duggan was uh, Ed McNamara's bulldog for years. Yeah, yep. And then pretty yep. much this is this is right now in Detroit, man, it's, it's easy pickers for him. You know, because everybody looking the other way. Ain't no feds coming in here checking him out. Nothing like that. Because why they they, they took the man down before him and cleared the way for him to get in the office now. It, it, it's easy pickings for this guy. And uh, based upon everything that has been, all the guys that have been sentenced after uh, Kilpatrick and everything like that, even what was the guy named in Chicago? Uh, I think he's out now. Boginovich or whatever his name is, he's out. And all the guys that got convicted with Trump, they ain't getting nowhere near his time. So, yeah, I mean, the man should come out, and you know, because he served his time based upon what they gave the other guy. But you know? let me, let, and so, yes. No, let me let me say this. And 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 I'm not trying to, to turn be, uh, uh, just because he's black. Crime, crime, uh-huh. is, crime is crime to me. And let's be honest. Kwame didn't do nothing for black people as a whole. He looked out for his own own people. But Kwame did, Kwame did a, minute, a lot for the city. He did a lot for the city. That even when he was out of office, I'm talking about things that he put it in place. Look, I'm not a, a Kwame Kilpatrick fan, and I'm not trying to uh, speak up for him because you know I'm on his side. But I'm just saying he did a lot more for the city than Archer ever did. Any of the previous uh, mayors did. They didn't do anything but take from the city. Was was Kilpatrick perfect? No, he wasn't perfect. Did he do some things I, I think he shouldn't have did? Yeah, but he he doing 
everything any other uh, mayor do in in a big city. They still they they look their friends and they look their boys up with contracts. They grease palms so they can get things done. But he didn't play the political game like he was supposed to. If people uh, grease people palms and make sure you know he was sharing some of that wealth that he was stealing, he'd have never ended up in prison. Yeah, yeah, but he like well, I said. And, 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 and the problem that the problem I have with you, and I do have a problem with you when you start saying um, he 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 got arrogant. When I hear stuff like that, I say okay, if you're a black man and you in power and you're confident and you're um you're putting rules and stuff out here all uh, and you're taking charge all of a sudden. You're arrogant, and that's what they do to us. But wait, let me let me let me tell you this. And the only reason I say say that because if you if you are a black man and you come in here, I, I think a black leader, anytime a black leader steps into a high position, he has big shoes to fill. He has an obligation to to take care of things. I'm not saying be perfect, but he should. He uh-huh. should really, he should really be careful how he tread and steps. And my thing is with Kwame is he, he not only you, you saying okay, it's all he did it, but the other people did it. But I'm not focused on them because I want the same, I would want the same justice for them too. But with him well, stepping give, in, give, wait a minute, wait, give him the same chance you give everybody else Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But the thing that I'm saying is that he he victimized Kwame victimized as well black business owners as well as white business owners too. Black black guys couldn't uh-huh. get them black business owners couldn't get them contracts either because he was looking out for his boys, which was making them making them star. He was doing things. He had the city at a time where the city was in what receivership was just coming. Uh-huh. You know, we were in receivership. He was doing things that was making it hard. He gave us a what? Three hundred dollar uh trash bill and all of that stuff. That that stuff man, we we already had enough problems in the city. People losing their jobs while the, while we got a, a city council and, and mayor and pe- and him high, getting people hired at higher rates and we got people that's been working their jobs twenty five years, twenty five to twenty seven uh-huh. years, and they losing their jobs. And but mysteriously, your people are getting hired and getting hired at the, at a higher rate. And I'm not saying just, just, okay, just because white... none of this stuff just started. I'm talking about this is I'm talking about the city of Detroit is corrupted. Everything is like a um a, um a popularity contest instead of them being um, qualified. That's why the city is um, so messed up. Oh yeah. You got two oh, yeah. people in offices that's not qualified. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at the uh you look at his administration back then, you had a lot of people, uh, even including himself, who were politically uh immature. And mm-hmm. when they when they when they got in office and everything like that, they were more concerned about the uh the perks of the office and the power yeah. that it, it presented. You know, yeah. along with uh, 
what's the girl's the, the girl, I forget her name. What's her name? Mm-hmm. The one he had the affair with and everything Christine. like that. Christine yeah, Yeah, yeah. If things just got out of got out of order and got out of hand, you know, I think he could have been even better off instead of having her as a, a administrative assistant or whatever. He, if he'd have had an older lady who had been there for years and could show all the ropes and everything and just wouldn't play the game. There's just too many people there that were not politically uh, mature. And that's what the problem was. And the other thing was is that a lot of stuff was being done. He was pretty much almost like a, 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 a puppet on the string to his dad. You know, his dad put him in a bad situation in a lot of situations, a lot of occurrences because his dad was also one of those who was trained by Ed McNamara. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, Kwame ended up being a uh, fall guy, uh, trying to trying to please everybody. And I will say that he he tried to do some good things for the city, you know. But again, there were some people who just uh, took advantage of him. And because of his youth and everything and newfound power, you know, it, it was just sometimes it's too much too soon, you know. And I think if uh, he'd had the right people around him. He had an opportunity to really shine, but unfortunately, there were too many people around him that took advantage of his position and his uh, his newfound power at that time. You know, and unfortunately, if you look at it, the man suffered on so many levels as well as the city did too. You know, his marriage, his kids, you know, and then the uh, the families of Jamara Greens and all that. So there were a lot of people who paid the price, and a lot of people who got away with a lot of things because they simply weren't touched. And a lot of families and everything got sacrificed, and a lot of citizens suffered for it. And uh, and so that's why it was so easy for uh, a guy like Mike Duggan to come in to be the savior on the white horse, to come in here <laughs> to simply get the garbage picked up, uh, simply turn the lights on, and everybody rallied around that. And the unfortunate part about it was some of the, the ministers got hoodwinked by that, which a lot of them always do. And uh, that's it. But this guy is not doing anything great for this city. Uh, doesn't benefit the uh, local people. It's pretty much the Illigis, the Forbes, and uh, Gilbert. You know, downtown has become Gilbertville, you know, and Illichtown. And everybody else has been locked out. You can't get into anything like that. Uh, some of you look at your Midtown, your Boston Edison areas and all that. Maybe you go through there, you think you're in the suburbs because the complexion of the people have changed so much. And the people in power, you know, no small businesses are easy to open. Yeah, in my neighborhood, I'll say it's um, probably 50% white now. And it Uh wasn't like that when I first moved here. Yeah. 50% white. And, I'm talking about they're pushing the, people out the city. They're pushing people out the city right now. P- people are pushing them, themselves out the city. Um, that's why I, I tell people: if you own your house, stay in your house. Stop yes. thinking that um, little apartment complexes or townhouses or condos in Southfield and Clinton Township are so nice because those same complexes are going to turn into projects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Black people don't take care of the, the property. It's because when black people move in, into the property, they stop they stop painting the complex. They stop cleaning up. They don't care about us like that. They just want to. Uh-huh. They just, they're, they're 
spare time playing the rent money. And you, best, and you remember I said this. Um, the insurance since, since I've been driving, the insurance has been always so high in Detroit. People switch their driver's license um, into other cities. Then they can't they can't vote in the elections. When, when right, the there you go. Off, There's a reason for that too. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. power is being taken away from the people with the insurance because if you don't have the insurance, guess what's going to happen? They can take your car or take you to jail. So people oh, yeah. are just switching their, their driver's license over. I'm telling you, you're paying mm-hmm. almost four hundred dollars a month for full coverage insurance. Yes. Yeah, dude, you know that is—that's no fault. Four hundred, right? Yeah, that's no fault, right there. You know what? You know the the history of the insurance companies has been redlining in Detroit. Now, here's the other thing. Now, as you look at the gentrification of Detroit, you will see that the insurance rates and all that will start to go down. It's going to go down first in all the zip codes where they have been gentrified, and they're going to change the way that because they're not going to pay those high insurance rates. You know, mm-hmm. so that would be the byproduct of all them coming into the city of Detroit. And then the other thing, which may be down the line, is you're going to see a change in the school system here in Detroit. They're going to start improving that because they are not going to be paying tax dollars and not have a school system. So that's going to be the benefit of Detroit. But, however, I do urge everybody in the in the city of Detroit, buy property, buy Stop being renters. Stop buying property. Therefore, you will be an investor in your community. And start yep. looking at small businesses. You know, right now, when you leave Detroit, you know, I mean, when you're in Detroit, you're doing businesses, man. You don't even do business with people that look like you. Well, let me, t- let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Over in, in the neighborhood where my church is, uh, under, uh, who who said that, uh uh, Robert Orr, he he gave this hands group guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he gave him the the power to buy have first bid on all the land lifetime contract. So yeah. nobody, I can't go over there and buy any property without him having it having first dibs on buying the property. And and yeah, that's but where they, the, uh... and, and they said. About... And they said that we can go to him and try to buy some property, and he's supposed to he's supposed to sell. But it was many of the residents there that said they tried to get certain land from him, and he said no. And yeah. and it, so you know what? It, yeah. So now it's time for those class action lawsuits to start happening, man. Because you have to you have to you have to put you have to take them to their playground. You got to go. You got to get an attorney. Who's gonna start putting this stuff together and sue Robert Orr and everybody else to put this stuff together because it was a land grab. Just like uh what is it, the land bank and everything else, man, it's all to lock everybody else out and lock a few people in. That's what it's designed for. Yeah. You know, that's that's your that's your level of corruption and just like what uh, uh satellite was saying. All this stuff was set up because everybody else was focusing on Kilpatrick and uh, Christine Beatty, but in the meantime, everything else was taking place. It's like uh, Coleman Young told us a long time ago, don't let them take the water. And they took the water, and now everything else is gone. And so that's the main. We're looking at the small town. Everybody talking about Kwame, but in the meanwhile, they grabbed up the whole city and got you on the, you on the inside 
but you're really on the outside looking in as everybody else pick up everything else, and you still end up being only a consumer and a commodity. You, you know what, though? You know what, Brother Reed? Uh, uh, Coleman Young told them to stay across 8 Mile. Yeah. He told them to go stay across 8 Mile. Y'all, y'all tend mm-hmm. to your business we attend ours. And that's how he... Yep. That's how he you know what happened to him when he did that? It's the same thing Trump is doing with China. You, you, nobody wanted to do business with uh, the city of Detroit. Nobody wanted to yeah. blame well, you had white Well, they weren't going to do that anyway. Uh, as soon as we had a black mayor, they had to show. They had to show. That's the same thing that Trump is doing. Like you said, that's what Trump is doing to everything that Obama put in place. He, he's undermining that and everything. So when you got a black mayor in Detroit. The first thing you had was white flight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, white flight because they weren't going to be governed by no black man. That's what their whole thing was, and that's right. why you had a lot of these communities uh, that that grew out. Just like uh, East Point used to be called East Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, all that yep. stuff grew up because they just they ran up out of here. You know, but the, the unfortunate part was that uh, the black people that were here did not have the fortitude. Or, or the abilities because number one You had to go to the banks to get loans And when the, the banks weren't giving you uh, Mortgages or anything else To get to buy this property up So everybody mm-hmm. here became uh, renters Right Because even though there was white flight They still owned the property And you were still renting from there While they still had a foothold on the city Right mm-hmm. Right You know what guys we, We've been on this for a, a long time right here so yeah. I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to switch it up. I want to switch it up because uh, one of the we didn't get to do this topic this Saturday because you know I had to get things in order at church and we and uh, so I wanted to get these two questions that were sent to me on the uh, ask the minister question. I wanted to get this out out before we go into our topics. Is that okay, fellas? All right. Yeah, that's All right. fine. Okay. On the uh, the ask the minister segment, there were two questions asked, and it one number one was is marriage a ceremony or commitment, and the second one is do you have to go to a building to attend church? So, uh, wow. brother, brother Reed, uh, feel free. Okay. Well, first let's go with uh, the first question: marriage. Is it a uh, ceremony or a commitment? Well, first thing I would say that it is a commitment because one thing between the uh, the bride and the groom is that you exchange vows, and a vow is a uh, a promise, a covenant, or a commitment. And as you go through those vows, it's to uh, have as a whole in sickness or wealth. You know, or prosperity, poor, whatever the case may be, you're supposed to be there committed to one another. And now the part where you talk about the ceremony, yes, you do have a ceremony as for that creates an opportunity for you to have witnesses uh, for you committing to your uh, wife and husband. So the ceremonies allows there to be witnesses there to see that the vows uh, being uh, that you're committing to the vows, so that's 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 the other thing. And it's also now there's two types of marriages that people look at. Uh, you have your marriage that is by your uh, religious leader, 
be it your reverend, your your priest, whatever the case may be. So therefore, you are uh, being married under the, the uh, under God with the uh, witnesses there at the wedding. Mm-hmm. You know. Now you also have people who some people who don't they don't partake in the religious ceremony. They go to the uh, the government where they get married by the uh, justice of the peace, and there too you have to sign off as uh, witnesses. You know, but see, the minister is a, a representative of the state because all this paperwork has to be filed with the state as well as with the, with the church. The ministers sign off, but it's all filed with, with the state. That's why you have to have uh, a blood test and all these things. And the other thing that people have to go through is uh, counseling. So, yes, there is a ceremony, but that does not... That is not the whole thing of the, uh, the, the the wedding, the marriage. That's the wedding. The wedding is a procedure. The marriage is a commitment. You know, so, to uh, Hebrews 13, uh, 4, it reads, let, let marriage be held in honor, be it esteemed, worthy, precious, and a great price, and especially dear in all things. Okay. And so... So, Brother Reed, what would you say to those that, that would say, well, I don't have to ha- have this ceremony. We married in our heart under God. What would you What would Look you say? Here. Again, you go back to it, the procedures through the, that's why you had to have a marriage license. So you're not married because it's not being recognized. You know, you have to have a marriage license. Uh, the wedding has to be performed, and it has to be recorded. So anything outside of that, what you're doing is playing. You're playing married. You're not. You're not officially married until you have a marriage license, uh, and all that. And the marriage license allows you to be married. I mean, that all those things have been, all those uh, responsibilities have been met. That you have not been married before. That you are not married to someone else right now. All those things take place. Those are the things that make up a marriage. So if you haven't been, if you don't have a marriage license, you haven't been married by someone that is representative of the, the church and and or the state, then you're not married. It's not recognized legally or any other way. It's, it, it just said that's the fact. That's the way it is right now. So you can be married in your mind, I guess, or in your heart as you so desire, but then when something happens, it comes down to it. Absolutely not. So so even with that, let's say the people that say that God won't God doesn't uh recognize a paper, but he recognized my commitment to my wife. Mm-hmm. I call this my wife. What do you say to those that say that God doesn't recognize a paper? He 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 wants to know if I love this person in my heart. And I, in my heart, I call this person my wife. Well, again, it goes back to it, like what they said. That's what you call them. See, so right? Their, their own words have convicted them. In my heart, I call this person my wife. You know, that's just like saying, now when you go to, when you go to, uh, when you go to work, you know, at the end of the work week, you want, you want that paycheck. So you don't you don't want to get you don't want your employer saying, well in my heart, I said you just did me a favor. You know everything has to be the, the, done the correct way, 
and uh, you know, you may call her your wife in your heart. That not y'all just playing married. Y'all playing married. That's what you're doing. Okay. You know, that's just like saying in my heart, I feel like I got a driver's license. I could drive up and down the street where you get pulled over, you ain't got no driver's license, and guess what? You got a problem. But you know what, too? And then going back, even the Bible uh, says us to be uh, something about be uh, uh, subjected to the law of the land, something about 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 the laws of the land of us. Yeah, you have to adhere to the to the laws of the land. You have to recognize the laws of the land and be adherent to them. That way you have to be, you know, because what you do, if you you, 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 you have to be adhering to the laws of the land in order to show yourself a, a good person. Okay. Any questions, uh, Satellite? Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, the next, the next one. What you got for me on this next one? Do you have to go okay, to next... a building to attend church? Wow, that's 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 a good one. Now, uh, on church, the word reads where if two or more are gathered together in, in, in God's name, then I'm in the midst of them. That's Matthew yeah. eighteen nineteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. So now, first of all, uh, church. Now, the church is defined as the people. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a, a church building, but the church is actually the the, the people. Mm-hmm. You know, who carry out the the the, uh, the the missions of the church and everything. But you do have a church building, mm-hmm. and and the building allows people to come together and, and, and worship. But it also gives people the opportunity to come together and praise as well. And it says here to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So that mm-hmm. gives you the opportunity to do that, to come together. And, and the other thing it does, too, is that it's just like, um, just to put in another layman's term, you know, you can, you can be at home and you can study, study your Bible and read your Bible and everything like that, which you should do. But when you go to church, it allows you an opportunity to be fed, mm-hmm. you know. And what it does when that word comes in, it allows you to receive that word from the minister. And also you got other people there that it creates an opportunity to ask questions. You know, you may get some, an enlightenment that you don't get by yourself, you know. So that is why what, what the uh, going to church affords you the opportunity to get spiritually fed. Okay. And it also allows you to come together with 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 uh, the congregation. But 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 brother minister, I, I mm-hmm. every Sunday every Sunday I turn my TV on and sit and watch TD Jakes with my Bible. Is that church? Oh, well, what you're doing? Well, what you're doing? That's that's not church. But what you're doing is uh, again, you have an opportunity where somebody else is bringing forth the word. But you have not you have not joined together. It go back to the, that first thing when I said where two or more are gathered together. You you're still there by yourself. You know, you can say the same thing. I could turn church and listen to it on the radio. <laughs> what what you if know? my mom what if my mom come and join me on the couch? If you are gathered together, well, you know that yeah, that's an opportunity. That there's two or more to gather together. You could that's what you call Bible study. And you guys can minister to each other and study each other, but again, the kind you what the uh, body of the church allows you to do mm-hmm. is to come together, minister one another, 
uh, you know, it's always strength in numbers. Yeah. You know, it allows you to pray with your congregation and everything. It affords you an opportunity. But by all means, even if you're, uh, I would say this too for a lot of people who may say, well, you know, I don't, I don't really like the church and all those things like that. And it always goes back to the to the uh, basics of things where something is better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, so if you if you are tuning in to church on the, the television or the radio, you know, you, you take an opportunity to study your word and all those things, that's good because there's always something is better than nothing. But I would invite any and all people to take an opportunity to go to church, find you a church home, to have someone else minister for you who will know you directly because when you're on the radio, you're looking at the radio or the uh the, 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 you're listening to the radio, looking at the TV, TD Jakes, whoever the case may be. They're not talking to you personally. They don't know you personally. You don't have a personal relationship with that minister. You don't have anybody that you can go to who can pray for you and understand you or have you the opportunity. You only have an opportunity to serve. You don't have an opportunity to minister there. It, it, you know, it, it, but when you have a church home, you have an opportunity to work. You know, because it says, you know, the the work in the vineyards are, are it's plenty, but the laborers are few. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it gives you an opportunity to serve and to work and to be active. I think that's another key word to be active. Yes, because yes. it did say a lot of opportunities. It did say faith without works is dead. So it's, yes, sir. Definitely, but. Oh man, that I, I I like that. Thank uh, thank you, brother uh, minister, brother Reed, for that uh for that segment. No problem. Oh yeah, thank you, man. So uh, anyway, we're gonna uh, if you got any uh, questions later on that you want to e- uh, email or inbox me for the minister to answer. Uh, Send it to my e- uh, my inbox on the Fat Cat Show, or you can write it right in the comments, and so we'll try to get to you on uh, this segment. But right now, we're going to go into our topic for today. Our topic for today is, is dating safe anymore in a dangerous world? Remember, when dating used to be fun and felt good, What happened to those days when boy met girl and everything was all right? In today's world now, you got sex trafficking and sex changing. You never know what what or who you're dealing with when you're meeting someone new. Dating is so scary right now that many choose not to do it. Has dating someone changed for you and how? What signs do you look for that you may be in danger while dating, uh, fellas, 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 the, I know that the the landscape of dating has really, really changed, and I think um, that it's really getting worse for generations and generations to come. Um, just uh, taking a look at right now how things are like. Just we're just gonna take our own little corner of the world right now in Detroit. Now, before I, I I don't know when this. I know in recent years they just started this Pride Fest thing down here, and we really getting a, a up and close and personal look at 
at, at homosexuality at its finest. And and now uh with with this now uh you gotta do before you meet and date a person, you gotta do really thorough background checks on them to see if 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 she if she used to be a he. You know, and I don't oh, think man. how they um dating that's what dating is for. They get to know to get to know the person that you have interest in. A lot of times, like when I was younger, I would just jump in the bed with somebody instead of really getting to know who I'm dealing with. I'm talking yeah. about I did that. I probably be me at the border right now. <laughs> <laughs> you get you got anything, brother Reed? Well, you know, with the uh, with the social media. You know, and all these uh, different websites and everything. It was uh, Tinder and all these other things that these people use. Man, it's it's uh, it's it's it's, it's different. It's entirely yeah. different now, and uh, man, it, it, it's really bad. You know, and I, the socialization skills of oh, yeah. these uh, this generation now is 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 quite lacking. You know, yeah. like like you said, it used to be where dating was the opportunity to uh, get to know a person and all that. But now I think what they look for now is more uh, instant uh, gratification. And that's yeah. how they get caught up a lot of times. Right, right. You know, they're too busy, whether it's swipe left and swipe right or whatever that stuff is that I've been hearing, that's, that's what they're doing. And they're hooking up, and then so many people hook up off of Facebook and all that. And then the other thing <laughs> is so many of these profiles be full of lies. <laughs> Right. They end up being what do they call it, catfish or whatever, right? And then not not only that, especially it is not you know taking anything away from fellas because uh, women do set men up too, but more likely you know things are more scary for women because you got sex trafficking in the game now, you know. Oh you, yeah, you got these women meeting men online and and. And all of that, meeting them the date. I, I, I just recently saw a story on a on a young lady. She went out on a date, and um, mm-hmm. the guy slipped something in her drink, and she got she she got real sleepy and um, passed out. Mm-hmm. And the guy was trying to drag her um, back to his car and and get her in the van, and she happened to to uh, jump out of the car. Jump oh, out of get get away from him, and then recently mm-hmm. too, uh, one of my Facebook friends just posted on Facebook about she had this guy's picture, which I should have put on the show. Um, this guy's picture, and he um he uh tried to kill her cousin. Uh, what? Yeah, he tried to kill her. He went out to dinner with her, and um and said, you know, uh, he she went out with him several little times. And she said the third time, you know, she was getting ready, she had to go home because she had to go to work early and said that this man mm-hmm. uh, told her, uh, well, I got something for you, a surprise for you or something. And she said, he said, it's in the back seat. And then she said she got kind of spooked and she she thought somebody was in the back seat. And so she mm-hmm. turned, she turned around and looked and he slugged her. And it was a machete oh, in the back. And it was a machete in the what? back. Yeah. And so 
I mean, I think it's it's clearly, you know, more dangerous for these females than anything. Not saying that we we won't be in danger just as well because women are setting us up right and left too. But I think it's, mm-hmm. it's clearly more dangerous for these these women. Look at this thing with this serial killer. I know that they say he only targeting he's only targeting uh, people that work in the streets and stuff like that. But still, mm-hmm. like you said, what it ain't like he got a profile. What if what if a mother, an innocent mother of four kids or something that's really a homemaker comes walking to the gas station, walking in the store at night, and this man's right. snatched. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, um, one thing that I will say is that uh, – uh, as far as uh, slipping stuff and people drink, you know, that's been around for, for ages. Before it was the uh, Molly, it used to be called back in the day, what was it? Slipping a Mickey in, in somebody's drink. You know, yeah. you always have to be, you always have to be on your, on your what they call back in the day, on your P's and Q's. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. with, with anything. And, and even more so now with, with, with the things as to uh, don't be jumping in everybody's cars. You know, uh, always go to somewhere, drive yourself there, let other people know where you're at, you know, at all times. Uh, you know, and, and here's the thing now, with all this uh, uh, cell phone technology with cameras and everything else, put that people uh, take their picture when you're out dating, you know, uh, cell phone. Somebody should always know where you're at at all times, have a picture of the guy that you went out with, all these types of things like that. But women should always go to uh, public places. They'll be meeting this guy at his apartment in Carolina. You have to know a person, you know, and uh, bring these people around other people that that, that, that can protect you. What what was that? uh, I said, if she uh, leaves the picture and let let people know who she went, the man knows she cheated on her husband. (laughs) Boy, you there you go. There you go, man. Yeah. It, it it's it's definitely it, it's definitely, man, uh uh a, a rough look, I don't a know rough. what kind of life y'all y'all live, but um man, I have been in at women's houses, the boyfriend that kicked in the door, shot the woman. Um I, I was in a woman's house, um, where she said she was single. And her boyfriend comes in in the door with all his cousins, and I'm in the house, and all the all the women got bars on them. Mm. Uh, I've been trapped it, in the closet, not knowing somebody. You trapped in the closet, man. You was in our county. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm talking about this dude was big like a wrestler, full of muscles. Man. I said, oh man. Yeah, it, it, and I man. Just Quietly got in the closet. I've been drugged at the bar. I've been drugged at the bar. Somebody slipped something in my drink. Right, you, you, right. You you know what's what's so bad too. I I don't. I haven't been in a situation quite like that. But one a situation I, I had before. It was I. It was a um young young lady that I I had met. She was a customer at my job, one of my jobs. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to her and then she uh she had uh gave me her number and she called and she called me one day 
And she told me, oh, yeah, call me, you know, blah, blah, anytime. So I was watching I was watching basketball, and then I looked on my phone, and uh, I saw her number. So I answered the phone, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was her ex-husband. Oh, what she claimed it was, was her ex-husband. And so she said, yeah. so he was like, he was like, uh, this Thomas? I said, yeah. I said, what's, what's up? He said, uh, uh, what my wife doing with, with, with your number and her phone? I said, well, that's the question you should ask her. I didn't know she was married, you know? Right. And then he was like, you know, he was just running it down like dog. He said, I know where you work. You know, I know where oh, you work. I said, I said, well, that's cool, too. You know? I said, mm-hmm. but, 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 brother, I said, you need not be having this conversation with me. I said, you know, right. I'm a, I, I don't, I don't have no stake in this claim. She, she came to me and gave me your the, the number, you know. And yeah. so you, you didn't I, make a vow to him. She did. <laughs> yeah. So I said, so I told him, I said, look, I said, brother, look, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, please don't call my phone no more, no more. If you run up at me at work, you might catch something. So I'm just telling you. And I just hung the phone yeah. up. Then she called me mm-hmm. back. She said. My, my bad, my ex-husband called, because that's my ex-husband. I said, you know what, baby? I don't even want the drama. You know, Don't want the I, drama. That's it. That's it. That's the bottom line the, right there. I don't even want the drama. Just save it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just Uh-uh. It, it's, just, it's just too much. You got you got so much in, so much happening. And just like, um, I know we we didn't get the full details. What, what's that chef that, that got killed? Two meeting that that young girl. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. Chef Chef Doug, but he but he was tricking though. That was a little bit, that was a little bit different though. But he was he was tricking, and it was a lot of yeah. it's just a, yeah. it's just a lot of things, man. Now that that that's changing the landscape of dating, man. You just it, it, like satellite, he keeps saying he you run, you run into a lot of crazy ones, and and you know yeah, man. Just, I'm talking about what's crazier than somebody getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too crazy right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I've been in real. I was on Iroquois to Mac, and the guy told me, "If you don't leave the house, man, I'm gonna shoot the house up." What? And she lived in, and she lived in the wood house. And it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was in the neighborhood with no street lights. I said, "Let me go ahead and get out of here." He oh yeah. He could have killed me when I left. But I right. Left. Right. Man. And you, yes, sir. Did Did anybody see the video of the the young man? It looked like he was out on a date with a young lady, and she just turned on him. She uh she started punching him, and he was like, "What is you doing?" And he was and mm-hmm. she just and he was like, "Get no." Nah, he said, "You gotta go. Get get out of my car." And this young lady uh, commits to take his snatch his key out of his ignition and start stabbing him with the key. What? But he was he was trying not to hit her, and I'm like, man, the question the question, <laughs> the question I pose. I propose was like, like man, you know, I know uh, they say never hit a woman, but but when your life is in danger, 
Uh, Self preservation is the first rule. You should have just knocked her. Uh, you should knock yeah. out for our own section. Because I, I, I'm just like, man, this is, this is some crazy stuff. It's just all around, I think, uh, uh, the thing that I, I could I could say, too, is I don't, you think it's any still old-fashioned uh, women out here that, that, you know, that can abide by the, that go by the rules? I don't think we'll ever have. Uh, women yeah, like they just got, they just graduated from high school. Oh, stop it! Stop it, man. Yeah, but it, I, I'm just saying, man. It, it's just I, I seen today we were we were out we was handling church business, and I and I seen mm-hmm. it was a young, it was a young lady in the car next to us, and she was she was kind of a, a cute young lady, but her mouth was mm-hmm. fire. I don't know what. Just the minute these young ladies get to opening their mouth, man, they just they foul, and I think, and a lot of them they blame it on the way they are because of bad men. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Of course, that. that. What, what do you think about <laughs> that statement, Brother Reed? Well, I mean, it's, 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 all the stuff that's here today has been back in the day and will be back in tomorrow as well because you're still dealing with uh, human beings, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, you have to really, I mean, you have to really, uh, shoot, man, have a discerning eye as to who you're dealing with, you know. And uh, you have to have a watchful eye and you have to be ready to look at signs, man, that the signs of this person may not be right. Now, some people may slip through, but, man, you just have to know what you're looking for, where you're at. And a lot of times, it's like uh, uh, Satellite was talking about, man, sometimes you have to go buy zip codes. <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> when they stay in the hood, some places you just don't want to go. Hey, hey, there's an old saying. The saying went like this. The saying goes that uh, fools roam where wise men never tread. Wow! Wow! Yep, I can't, I can't, can't disagree with that one. Can't you know, disagree. So you have to know, know who you're dealing with, what you're dealing with, and all that as much as you possibly can. What, what about, what about the? You don't believe in a diamond in the rough scenario? Diamond in the rough is is is, is very rare, isn't it? <laughs> you, you got a whole lot of cubic zirconias out there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? But my bad. Uh, and if you want to call in and comment on any of these that number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight plus one. If you want to comment. You ain't lying though, because it, it's like, because what what thing you 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 want to stay away from, and I had to learn early is a project chick. Oh my oh, god! Man. Oh my god! You know, dude. and then you know, and then another. See, I, I'm talking old school, and, and another thing that people always say too. I know my dad will always say, "You want to know uh, what you're gonna be dealing with in the future when you're dealing with a young lady? Look at her mom." Look at the ways and everything else. So you already know. <laughs> if, if, if mama ain't right, it's time to get flight. 
you and you know what I'm I'm starting to see, and I and I'm gonna say this because you know the people ain't gonna know who I'm talking about anyway. But it, it's a young lady that I know, man, and she's like a she's a real messed up type of individual, man, in the head, mm-hmm. like totally irresponsible, can't be depended on, worth nothing. Her um her old outlook, man, just like a un educated and I hate to pass judgment on people. But her daughter is the total opposite. Straight straight A straight A student, about to graduate college. Mama never had none of that, you know. And uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. and it's funny because I, I, I see a couple of people like that. They you know the mothers they be like not even worth two dead flies with a with a split uh-huh. nickel. And, and, and the uh-huh. daughter, the daughters turn out totally different from the mother. That's that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a it, blessing. It, it, it's crazy because I, I like. See, she took, you, know, you know, she. What was that? And a lot of a lot of times, people can. Uh, that's called lessons of life, you know, and, and people can end up being examples of what to do. And it can be mm. examples of what not to do. So in yeah. those situation there, maybe mama was an example of what not to do. And uh don't 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 do as I do, do what I say. And she probably emphasized her getting the education and everything like that, but still living her life or she had some other mentors in her life where she made the correct choices. What 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 do you think it why some of these Let's say young ladies and young men are so so messed up. Mainly the the young ladies. Like mm-hmm. like is it well, is it really? how, how how young do you mean? When you say young, give me an age group. Okay, let's let's for sake, let's say in their thirties. Oh, do you not young no more? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Man, what you trying to get me in trouble? <laughs> I'm about to say that I know the phone lines had to light up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I didn't I didn't say that. I'll give you a, a satellite profile. Quite <laughs> <laughs> <Flight> right. <laughs> uh I, I mean I mean it's like because in today's world, I, they said that women outnumber men, what, 10 to 1? It's, it's probably mm-hmm. even deeper than that right now because, yeah. well, because, well, homosexuality is really taking up both sides. So it's probably, oh, probably that. Everything's on the yeah, I, I, I'm being serious. I, I'm just, I'm just uh-huh. saying, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about the, uh, the gay pr- uh, pride stuff like that. But my thing is, it, it is. It's, it's causing a lot of, lot of little things like that. I don't even want my kids. I don't even like going downtown no, no more. Period. Really. Huh? You got to be careful of where you take your kids because they, they open to do anything. You know, you oh, can't yeah, even. I, mean, I didn't know there was a lot of gay people downtown. Uh, huh? There's a lot well, of gay people down there. I don't know. I'm just being out. I have to be ca- cautious. 
But like I said, had I would have had I wanted to take my kids down to the shore, I wouldn't have known that the gay parade pride parade thing was down there until you know we got down there and see and, and seen it. You know what I'm saying? I don't check for all that stuff. Uh-huh. I'm glad. I'm glad I you know uh, at Greek Town. The gay pride parade downtown. Huh? I didn't know it was the gay pride parade downtown. Yeah, that's where the um, that's where the uh, KKK uh, came and intercepted. That's why they were down oh, there. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. what they and, and and then they had the town hall meeting today about uh uh as far as why were the police escorting the the uh KKK. You know, why were they protecting them or something like that? So uh-huh. a lot of people yeah, a lot of people were mad about that. But it's just, you know, you got you got a lot of a lot of things now that's tied up in dating. I think uh, the homosexuality is one of them, you know, because uh-huh. it, it's effective, man. Because you gotta, you gotta really take a good look at what you're dating and, and, and know. <laughs> right. That's you know that's true. So, <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. At those uh, gay pride parades, whatever, the majority of the people there are white people. It don't even affect people in the hood. And that's the truth, man. You should have seen that that um, display. I was uh, news, man. Man, don't believe that no more. Yeah, I'm about to say that's that's a misnomer right there. Uh, satellite, yeah. they all yeah. across the the, the, the the way. They, yeah. You know, you got your uh, you got your just as many uh, minority as they are white. Yeah, I don't know. I've been around a lot of gay parades, so. I- yeah, I haven't I been around know. them either, but I mean that's just I mean they're out there and they're out there. No, that's the first that's the first day that they'll speak and say, No, we're here too you know, and that that's just the way it is, you know. But the whole yeah. thing is that that whole movement, you know, where they wanna be acknowledged, even wanna uh bring it into your school with your kids yeah. to teach them about their history and caring on and then having uh, drag queens come and have reading day at the libraries and all that. You know, I think right. all that is, is a bit much, you know. Yeah. It's a bit much right now. And you have to be very careful. It's like uh, what, what Fat Cat was saying about where you where you take your children and what you want your children exposed to. You know, yeah. that's all about these uh, gender-neutral uh, raising of kids and all that stuff, man. It, it's just, it, it's just out of, a lot of stuff is just out of line. Yeah, you know, everybody yeah, they got a right to live live their life the way they want to live their life. But what I'm saying is, don't force it on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask you a question. Are you more afraid of the gay parades or being downtown at Hart Plaza doing the fireworks and getting shot in the crowd by somebody? Which which what are you more afraid of, crime or gay parades? Both. You I'll got, take. You got to be more uh, afraid of, of something. Give me, give me, give me, uh, give me the uh, what's it, the what's in that? Not the gay parade. Give me the fireworks because I don't want to be around that. Oh, you would rather get shot? Would you rather I, get shot in the crowd? You know, you there with your kids, and somebody just shoot in the crowd, and the one the bullets hit your your child. Or you I, wanna, I, you I, I, I would I would rather I would rather be 
I would rather be at not saying that it won't happen at a gay pride pride parade. I would rather be some. I, I would rather be. But but look look at look at this though. I, I'm I'm out with my kids. I'm I'm out, I'm out with my kids and a man just come up with some with, with a prince um outfit on with the butt out with the butt out kissing another man. You know. Oh, no. You know. But you, kissing you, you get man. The, but you still get to go home. You get to go home. There's, but, there's somebody but, shooting. While you out with your family, somebody gonna die and not go home to their family. But 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 you but you know what? Well well so what? You you going to the gay parade? Who are you talking to me? Yeah. I'm not gay. Why would I go to the gay parade? I just egg. <laughs> it seems like you advocate for it. Advocate I'm for not, it. Man. Okay. I just, <laughs> I, I just, that's all. <laughs> I would say that's you know, when he when he speaks of the fireworks and, and the uh Pride Festival and all that, that's that's choice. And the thing about yeah. it is that as long as he, uh, they announce it the uh where the uh festival at, Pride Festival, whatever the case may be, well you don't have to partake in that. And if you choose yeah. to partake in the uh in the uh fireworks and all that too, well they, no the the fireworks are speaking of. Uh gay parade. I'm sorry, what? If you choose to be in the gay parade, that's on you. Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. You have a choice. You could be in it, or you don't have to partake of it. The same with the uh, the fireworks as well. You know, if you feel as though it's, it's it's a chance for danger and all that, then guess what? You don't have to go to the fireworks. As both of them represent choices that you can participate in or witness or, the, or whatever. But the same situation is that you know those things should be announced, and you have to just pay pay attention, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 like I said, are you going to the game parade? Man, look, I'm just I'm just asking because because this thing like what was what would be your choice? Yeah, what would be my choice? I don't go to the uh, fireworks because since I've been a kid, people didn't get shot or stomped and beat at fireworks since I've been a kid. And I'm 45 yeah. years old, and you know what? Uh-huh. There's no reason to go to the gay parade because I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm but not you don't going downtown. But you know what? Gave both cho- both of those choices. So you gotta answer your own question. You know, my thing I is, but but my thing is too. I don't go to none none of them anyway myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, don't, I don't go to the river walk. I don't go to none of that, that stuff down there because it's too much. Uh-huh. Fear of gay people. You, you have a fear of gay people. I don't There's have a fear of gay I don't have a fear of gay people. No, I don't, I don't have a fear. I don't have that fear. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. My thing is this. Okay. I, I, you know, whether you, you, you may be a homosexual, but I still love you with the love of God. But the thing is, I don't choose to be around that type of stuff. And I don't want my kids to, to be influenced or nothing by any of that. And I always tell my kids and I and I always tell my kids that it's wrong in the eyes of God. I tell them that. And I let them know what I let them know what, what it is. If, I my, word, if you teach them right, you don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, because but, them being exposed to people ain't gonna make them make them say, you know what? I like men's now. 
Because I've seen two men kiss me. But, but, but you know what? The, I'm just saying, the Bible tells us to flee from all appearances of evil. I think that, that's, I mean, that's true. That, that's that's Sodom. And don't, what? Don't cast your pearls among swine? That's it. I don't, that's right. Yeah, I don't. How do you feel about openly gay men going to church? Long as they they can come to church, but I, you know, hopefully they come for a conversion. I'm talking about. I hope I hope it works. But if you come, if you come in and you're trying to put coming up, I'm talking about the whole church is filled up with gay people. How would you feel about that? Amen. As long as they get in the word, what you know, I'm gonna treat them just like anybody else. My thing is, I'm hopeful, uh-huh. hopefully that that God touches their heart and they convert and be be what they supposed to be strong Christian men and women. But while they're I, there, are you gonna try to convert them while they while no, they're there? I can't convert. I I can't I can't convert nothing. Oh, I'm I, give, I just use the word convert because you use yeah, the word I know, convert. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I can't convert nothing. I, I all I could do is just give them the word. I don't. I you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't been in church where, where you know you got a, a Dave the Dope Fiend and all them up in there. But my my thing is I, I still carried on to have church like that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, the thing is uh, all the now if you up in there and you and you. Uh, Causes some kind of disruption or something in the church. That's mm-hmm. anybody, right? That's anybody. Yeah, that's anybody. Uh, just see, just the, uh, right? You have, and we've all we've all come short of the glory of God. We all are, are, are sin. You know, everybody's a you sinner. Know, so it's just depends you, about what your sin is. So you when you say about the, what's that? We got a caller. I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Okay, Jesus said murderers and prostitutes um, following them, right? Right. Did he have some? Did he have some gay dudes following them too? Didn't read that. Probably did though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had he had sinners following. He came for the sinners. You said what? He came to the, to the world for the sinners. Oh, right. But I just want to know Was there some openly gay dudes Probably like Go ahead Jesus I just want to I just That thought came to my head no, no. And then They were just openly gay Would he Would would he accept them And say Come on yeah, Y'all can follow me I got Prostitutes and murderers with me Why can't Why can't y'all come too well, you know, the whole thing was is that when Jesus came, Jesus came as the word, to present the word to the people. And the whole thing was, hey, God loves everybody. There's no there's no doubt about that. But also what right. the God doesn't like is sin. And the things that are abomination to him does not please him. So the whole point right. is that we, we who all come short of the glory, we are in the pursuit of the kingdom of God. So meaning that you need to get right, you know, and, and, and line up with the word of God. Now, see, some that happens sooner, some others that happens later. So those who are, as they said there, they had murders and prostitutes following him. They weren't following him to remain murderers and prostitutes. Yeah. They were pursuing uh, change, you know, because what? They had become exposed to the word of God, and they realized that what they had been doing, they no longer wanted to do. 
So in other words, uh, Jesus was achieving what he came to do. Right. Hold on. We do got a caller. Hold on. All right. You rocking you rock with the Fat Cat Show. What's happening? Uh, yes, this is um, Tom Collins, and I'm calling to ask why do you guys insult me on your live radio show? You, you you being insulted? No, this is Tom Collins. I went to uh, college with Thomas uh, and other other Thomas, and I overheard the they're they're insulting me because of my gender. Um, so I would just want them to stop because. I'm going to end up suing them, and I'm going to take the whole radio station. That's a federal assault. I'm, I'm transgender, and he wants to be a minister and everything, but I, I got it from a reliable source that they're talking about me. I'm Tom Collins, and I, I went to college with both of those guys, and I know who you are, and I'm going to get you. Well, sir, I only got one thing to say to you. No one insulted you. Everybody has a, a right to their own opinion. <laughs> that laughing in the background. Everybody has the right to their own opinion and, and uh Oh I, I I'm hearing live jokes about me, um Tom Collins, um this, Tom Collins that and I just listened to the radio one time and I heard those guys and I'm like, Oh my God, what what should I do? I'm gonna get a lawsuit and shut the whole radio station down. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, well I don't think nobody mentions your name, sir, other than you when you just no. called in. It was Tom Collins last week. I heard it. I heard it because I, I replayed the whole re- – should I, should I remind you? This is a recorded radio station, and I can replay everything you guys said. Should I, should I replay it? And you, you're supposed you know to be a pastor, and you're going to lie on live television. I mean, radio, how dare you? I don't know what he's speaking of myself. Not me, me either. Well, I, I think – well, I, how about this? I, I go up in front of your whole congregation and, and repeat everything word for word on your little radio station and embarrass you in front of your whole congregation. How about I'm that? Not, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. Well, the thing is that you said God loves everyone, and I'm trans transgender man, and you, you're saying that um, I, I'm beneath you, and you're talking about me on your live radio show. You heard, you. you heard all of that from me? No, I heard you talk with another man. Um, Tom, uh, it was you and another man talking about me, Tom Collins, constantly. Well, you're, you're mighty proud of your name. That, that's that's that, that's that's good right there. But I'm gonna tell you right like this: Did nobody talk talk about you in a negative fashion? If you feel that way, no, no. Then, then you're on at, live radio. You're on live radio talking about me. How Tom Collins is at Northwood, and you know, you know that radio. I, I'll get you taken off the air, bud. I, I promise you, I will, because there's many people that like me that that, that is going to take you down. That's like saying you're black. Oh yeah. Yeah. You that's know like what? Saying you're black. Oh okay. That, that's wonderful. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have any insecurities about what I am. Do you? Well, the thing is, is Tom, I just don't want to hear, bud. You can have your radio station and your show, and I, I'm just going to – I'm going to be playing and listening, but I'm going to sue the hell out of you if I hear my name one more time. Why do you want to listen? I don't think nobody mentioned his name other than him when he called in. But anyway, sir, thank you for calling in. <laughs> hey, Brother Reed. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you. I, mean, I, know, I know I didn't mention anybody's name. I don't think anybody mentioned anybody's name, whatever his name may be. I, I'm not even going to say his name, whatever. He came in saying his name. So, you know, that that's pretty much it. Because only Tom Collins I know was an old drink at the bar called the Tom Collins. But other than that, I had no idea what the young man was speaking of. But God bless him. And uh, thank you for calling in. And, and no one said that anybody was beneath anybody. But people do have choices. And on the serious note, uh, whatever your name is, sir, you, you made your choice and everything. And as I said, again, God bless you. God loves everyone. Right, right, right. That was that was a powerful one right there, boy. I'm telling you. Okay, is there is there, is there another is there another caller calling in? <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'll, I'll see. I'll see that. I guess that was a that was the way to top off a show, huh? Yeah, because I don't know. Like I said, he said he called in last week. And when somebody was discussing his name, and he went to school with two of us. And everything such as that, so I, I had no idea. Maybe he had the wrong station. <laughs> no, he, he, we do being a satellite doing Tom Collins up, up at school. He, you okay, know, let's well, just let's just leave that where it is. Now, don't well, leave mention no more days. A TC, whatever it might be, you know, let's let's just leave that alone. And it might even be somebody calling in just to. Uh, Put an insult on the real Tom Collins, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're gonna put that to rest. Yeah, right, right, oh. right, 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 right. So, so I, I just, you know, it is funny how the conversation from dating to to that just just spit like that. But to the gay parade and fireworks and gay parade and all this and that. But I um, I'm seriously uh. I, I feel when I look at the the prospects of what's out here now for for um like my kids coming up, you know, mm-hmm. and I I always tell them that uh, I, I want them to I want my daughter to grow up and and you know if she chooses to find her a good husband, and I, I mm-hmm. tell my son I want you to grow up and find you a good wife if that's what you choose mm-hmm. to be. To do, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you always want the best for your children. Yeah, and so I always, you know, and that's how I speak to it. I'm not, I'm not against. Uh, let's say I don't hate homosexuals, but I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not with that lifestyle. I don't choose to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't choose to attend pride parades and and stuff like that. That's not, that's not my steed. And and the thing right. that uh, we gotta we got to get past is that just because I don't agree with doesn't mean that I hate, you know, mm-hmm. we can agree. Right, can, right, right, right. We can agree right. to disagree, but it, that doesn't yeah. mean that, that I hate, you know, and because a lot of us, we have people, what people don't realize a lot of us, we have people in our families that are like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and it could be a sensitive, real sensitive topic to to bring right. up something. But you know, but like I said, I don't, I don't want people to to get the wrong idea. Like I'm around here, you know, wanting to bash gays enough. But the thing is, it's so much of the agenda being pushed on heterosexual males that you back up mm-hmm. kind of in the corner 
you know, you back us in the right. corner where, right. where we got to come out swinging. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody ain't going to lay down and, and, and just go down with that. Wait a minute. Before we go, right. we got two minutes. Uh, whoever this is on the line, uh, you only got uh, – I'm only giving you uh, 20 seconds. So you rocking with the fat cat show. What's happening? Yeah, but just remember what I what I told you. Um, if you do that again, I'm gonna shut the whole radio station. That little block you're talking about, it will be gone. Okay. I okay. Heard everything you're saying. And Thank you. Tom Collins. Yeah, that's okay. Tom Collins. Okay, Tom Collins. <laughs> Hello. Oh God. <laughs> I don't even know Tom Collins, man. No, that's somebody who's trying to uh, actually uh, do the uh, reversal and actually end up bashing that person by acting like they were calling on the line. I had no idea what that is. You guys probably know more so than I am, but it, it's very, uh, it's not cool. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, man, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show with uh, Satellite. But, but, Satellite, but but Bill and Brother Reed and uh, I'm gonna get a shout out to Tyle Collins if that shit really is. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, tune in this. Man, that still be off a lot. Tune in this Thursday. Uh, I don't know the show just yet, but uh, we uh, we'll be uh, talking on some good topics. Uh, uh, I think, uh, Brother Reed, would you feel good in joining us Thursday? Yeah, I think I might be able to, but you know, Thursday I got to be uh, in tune with my Warriors going on and uh, taking care of things down at the Oracle, but I should be able to be on the show before that. No problem. Ooh, down the Warriors. We up out of here. We up out of here, y'all. <laughs> All right. All right, now. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.